That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. Glad you're here today. Good to be here as well. I have one of my best buddies here with me today. We used to play basketball with mullets. We used to crush beers in the fifth grade. And we smoked fat blunts together all throughout our teens and into our 20s. We hit a plethora of A's games together. And we've done a few podcasts together. My good buddy Seth Manter is back on the podcast. Really good to have him here. We're going to get to him in just a minute. A couple of announcements for you. I just created that Sober Guy podcast community on Locals. Here's the the deal with that. It's kind of like Instagram meets Patreon. As uh, many people said, you crazy bastard, you just went ghost and deleted every single social media platform you had, because that's what I do sometimes, and I did, and I'm over it. But I found Locals. It was a great place. Let me tell you a little bit about it. it. The app provides direct access to your favorite creators. They create their own community and get exclusive content, including videos. You can interact with other supporters in the community. Uh, and then the creator sets the tone for what goes into their communities. And here's the best part that I love the most. There's no behind the scenes censorship. It's free. It's amazing. And uh, they care about the privacy of people who use it. They don't sell your data. Uh, and uh, it's a, a subscription-based service. But you can follow for free. So you get free content. Uh, and you can also be a supporter of it. Uh, it's a good gig. It's a lot of fun. I'd love to have you join if you're not in there. Uh, there's plenty of content going on, some good convos and people holding each other accountable, talking about recovery, having some good times, posting some podcasts and videos and all that good stuff. And in fact, I put out a podcast earlier this week uh, titled, What Are You Struggling With? And uh, it was different questions and thoughts from some of the people inside the locals uh, community, uh, Theron, Alex. Um, and Colin. So you can go back, check that out, kind of see what's going on in there. It's a great place to stay connected. You can get the app, just get the locals app, go to your app store. Uh, you can also go to that soberguy.com and the links are on there. And of course they're all in the show notes. Anything we talk about today will be in the show notes to make it easy for you just to click on. Uh, speaking of that soberguy.com, you can leave us a voicemail there. You can send us a message through the contact form. If you want to holler, you got questions, comments, whatever, Um, and then, uh, you can grab how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety digital podcast course. And then last but not least, I've had some people hitting me up about hats. Uh, if you want a hat or a hoodie, uh, t-shirts, uh, you can go to the website that soberguy.com. You can find those there. And if you type in the promo code, no hangover, cause fuck that. We don't want no hangovers anymore. I'm too damn old for that. I don't think I can manage Um, you can get free shipping through the end of the month of March. So type in no hangover, all caps, and you'll get that free, uh, shipping provided there. All right. Good to be here tonight. It's an evening session tonight for us as we're recording. Uh, Seth hasn't been on the podcast. We were trying to figure it out and I probably should uh, go back and maybe backlink some of the old podcasts in there. Uh, but it's been a while. We've known each other a long time since the days of mullets and shotgunning beers as our parents partied together, watching pornography as sixth graders, you know, not knowing what the hell's going. Oh, Tina. Oh, Tina. 
yeah. we were some crazy crazy kids and now we're just crazy 40 year olds so seth uh, it's good to have you on the podcast brother how are you man yeah what's up man it's great to be back dude it's uh i'm i'm actually downloading the locals app right now so oh I'm good little, i'm a little uh uh, sidetrack, but yeah, man, it's definitely good to be back. I remember when you asked me to come on, I was like, fuck yeah, dude, but I don't want to do any of that zoom bullshit. Can we do it like old school in the fucking, yeah. uh, you know, in up person. In the, yeah. In person, dude. So yeah. this is, this is great, man. It feels like, uh, feels like, 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 uh, old times, old times, yeah, old school for sure. For sure. I like doing them in person too. And, uh, that's one thing I like about Joe Rogan's podcast. He does everything in person. I guess when you have that you know, big of a platform, you, you can afford to fly people out and fly people in and stuff. But when we get the opportunity to, uh, to do them in person, it's definitely much better, uh, having that, you know, conversation. And hey, I mean, I, I like the zoom availability. It does make it easy to be able to connect with a lot of different people, but there's nothing like a good old in-person old fashioned conversation. And I wanted to tell you, and now I'm glad you're, you already did it without me even asking the locals app. I know you're not really a social media guy either. You never really have been. And, um, it's really cool, dude. I think you're going to dig it because you can hop on there and um, it's private. You know what I mean? Like it's not uh, all, all your info is not blasted out really. I guess it's the same if you wanted to post that kind of stuff, I guess. But um, seems a little bit different to me, a little bit more. Uh, what's the word? Inclusive. A little, a little more inclusive. Yeah, like definitely that. not. Definitely not into the social media. I mean, I'm my social media is my email and a goddamn phone call. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I'll, yeah. I'll definitely, I'm down, I'm down to check this out for sure. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go by Seth the Gaff. Oh, Seth the Gaff. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Give, give Seth the Gaff a follow on there and uh, that'll be awesome, dude. Now, now we can, uh, now we can crack some jokes and locals and dick around and stuff and have some fun. That, that, and that was one of the things too. It was like, even with the podcast, obviously, I think people who've listened to it for a long time kind of know this already. Um, and, and same within locals, like, yeah, I love talking about recovery and like staying sober and that stuff. But dude, like I get, I think, you know, people who don't know me personally, you know, you would think just if you listen to the podcast, that's like, all I do is recovery. And it's not like I have a life outside, like all of us do. We all have lives outside and yeah, that's a big part of our lives, obviously, but there's so much other shit that we do. And so I think like with something like social media, locals, even, you know, Instagram, Facebook, you can kind of get, um, you know, you get some of that real life interaction, like what is really going on, which is kind of cool. Um, I wanted to tell you real quick, do you ever go to uh, California burrito? <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been there a couple of times. I haven't, uh, I haven't been there for a while since I started this like crazy vegan thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of the good places that I used to roll to, to fucking get my fat on, uh, <laughs> I had to cut out cause they serve like all those crazy, silly animal products and whatnot. And I don't yes. do that anymore. I don't do that. I don't <laughs> eat animals. You're a fucking asshole. If you yeah. do, you fucking bitch. Yeah. So definitely not on that tip. Um, uh, I, I just chose not to cause it, it just makes me feel better. So I yeah. tried it as a challenge, you know what I mean? For like a couple of weeks or whatever. And I was like, God damn, like, man, better. I could feel like this for real. And all I have to do is like not eat that stuff. So yeah, yeah no, definitely not into the, uh, Oh, you, you're such an asshole. Cause you eat <laughs> fucking animal products I'm or whatever. Vegan. Yeah. Yeah. And you look great too, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, bud. I, I feel great. I feel great. 
Um, I, I'm with you on that too. I have nothing against it, what anyone wants to do as long as it's not hurting anybody else. And, uh, you know, there's no reason to, uh, you know, we were talking about this before we started everyone's reality, everyone's situation, everything's different. And so it's good to, uh, be in a respectable sense when it comes to that, right? We don't need to project all of our shit where we do it this way and you should too, or you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Not, you know, Hey, why? But the reason I bring it up, I wanted to share a quick funny story yeah, let's, with you. I do want to hear about the uh, California so, burrito. California burrito. And obviously if you go back to two episodes ago, I had coach Trent on and we just started a 90 day challenge. So he's got me on this, um, this meal plan and I'm doing, you know, things a little bit different. So I haven't been to California burrito needless to say anytime in the last week. So I just want to preface that before I start this story. Um, I've been eating way too many number 24s at burrito express, right? Bacon, egg or burrito express, California burrito, um, bacon, egg and cheese burrito with hot sauce on the side. Right. They fucking know my name there, right? <laughs> Probably a bad thing when you roll up and they're like, good morning, Shane, how are you? <laughs> Number 24, extra cheese cut in half. Yep. All right. So it was hilarious though. Oh, so I'm sitting extra there, cheese. extra cheese to okay. cut that shit in half because sometimes I would eat it in the morning and then I'd eat the other half for lunch because they're pretty big. But so I'm sitting there, this is two weeks ago, I think, and uh I'm sitting there in the drive-thru. I already order. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I want, uh, you know, uh, number 24, extra cheese, cut in half, hot sauce on the side. All right. So there's a couple cars in front of me, and I'm sitting there. And you know how, like, when you're you're kind of just, like, spacing out a little bit? Well, I caught myself after about 30 seconds of what I was actually thinking. And here's what I was thinking. Man, they should have a burrito card, like buy 10 burritos and your 11th is free. <laughs> and I seriously considered asking her at the window. And like, it was like right about to come out of my mouth. And I went, dude, you fat ass, like stop it right now. A burrito card. Like what is wrong with you, dude? So that kind of led into this mindset of like, dude, I really probably need to dump like 15 pounds right now and watch what I'm eating. That, you know, hey, maybe a, a, a number 24 once, once a month or something. Yeah. Not bad, but, um, and, and, you know, every day. Three, four, five times a week every day. You know, you know what's yeah. even funnier to me, dude, is that entitlement. Like, hey, I bought 10 of these motherfuckers. You better <laughs> give me one for free, right? Like everywhere you go nowadays has the buy 10, get yeah. one free card. You know what I mean? And, and so now we've gotten to this place in our lives that we expect that, that everywhere that we go and on a, on a, uh, a regular basis has that card available for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's hilarious, dude. I am a loyal customer. Yeah. You <laughs> must provide me with a free burrito. Yeah. I want my 11th free cut yeah, in half with extra man. cheese. That's crazy, dude. The Nothing better than something for free for sure. Yeah. You know, maybe once a month or something, <laughs> but I'm going to take a little break. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, and now we have two locations in Vacaville, right? We do. So there's, um, you could go on, on one side of town and get your number 24 and then come out on the other side and get your 24, Yep. get two free burritos after buying 20, I guess. It would have, you just, it just occurred to me something. I've never been to the one on Peabody yet. I, I'm, I go to the one on Monta Vista by, you know, cause it's closer to my house. Yeah. Yeah. Now it really would have been a, an issue. I just realize this had I been hiding out going to the Peabody one. So that way they didn't see me coming in there every morning. And then I walk through the door 
And my 10-year-old goes, oh, hey, dad, number 24, huh? <laughs> she knows every day, too. I'm like, oh, man. Freaking hilarious, dude. So what, what's been up with you, man? How's things going? And uh, it's, you know, I already said it, but it's really nice to have you back and just hang out, dude. Yeah, man, it's been, uh, dude, you know, so so things are, things are, you know, just as good as I guess they can be expected to be, right? This fucking last year has been kind of a, a struggle for all of us. Um, but you know, I think, I think for me, man, I, I've really, really tried to make the, the most of it. Um, you know, I, I kind of got back into a lot of, uh, the things that were making me feel, um, good and kind of connected to, to what I believe to be my, my higher power and my spirit. Um, you know, so, so I had the ability to, to reconnect, man, been doing a, you know, a shit ton of yoga, uh, got got into the hot yoga was e was even able to turn one of my rooms in the house into like a little hot yoga studio man so i was i was hitting that on a regular basis um really touched into the fitness thing and then man the meditation uh really really got back into uh trying to sit for at least 30 minutes every morning um you know so so been doing a lot of that dude tried to crossfit out for a little bit you know yeah. and then doing the regular all the other shit man going to work um you know, just like, like normal people do in, in 2020, right. In the beginning of 21, you know, everything's kind of at a slower glacial, more glacial pace, dude, and all the yeah. social distancing and, you know, all the PPE that we're wearing and whatnot. So, you know, definitely been dealing with, uh, the same exact shit that everyone else has been dealing with. You know, I think the only difference for me is that, um, my kid's 21. She's going to be 21 this weekend, so crazy, which is, bro. Which is a happy trip. birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Bailey. Yeah, um, 21, but, uh, yeah, man. So I don't, I, I don't have the littles, you know, not, not having to deal with the, the school, but definitely got friends and, and family members that, you know, I, I, I feel that pain. Um, so, you know, to, to sit back and say like, oh man, it's, it's been good. Like life's been fucking great. You know, that, that'd be a big lie. But on the other hand, um, you know, it's, it's my belief, man, that I've got, I've grown a lot over yeah. the last, the last year, you know, with all the struggles, not, not just the struggles that I've been through, man, or, or that my wife had to go, you know, went through, um, with, with the businesses being closed down and, and, yeah. and all this other stuff that came along in 2020, um, you know, but kind of sharing those struggles with, with family, um, most definitely with friends and just kind of coming back with man, trying to have a little bit more gratitude and, and a sense of, uh, compassion for, you know, the, the, what 2020 has done to people and to, to the world, yeah. you know? So, um, I think it's, you know, kind of an expected, you know, response to, you know, Oh, how have you been, you know, like, uh, I mean, it, I, I, I've, I've been better. I've been shittier, you know what I mean? And I've fucking <laughs> grown a, a lot, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, super stoked to be here. Like I, you know, kind of, kind of really pumped and looking forward to this all day. Yeah. That's uh, uh, I like what you're saying about the growth thing too. And as you were kind of saying it, it even occurred to me like the, the with, with last year, um, you know, just, how when you're going through certain stuff you can't you, you sometimes you're blinded by just whatever because you're fucking in it right and i was like I, there was a lot of times last year when i was really angry like just pissed off um it, you know it wasn't going my way i didn't think it should be like this or like that and like and i've been through this before obviously just different situations like many of us have i'm sure you have too 
Um, obviously it was nothing like it was last year, but my point is, is it's so often and it's so fucking badass. Like when you come through it and you can look back in hindsight and see where you actually worked through it and made progress. And like, I can see some of that now. And it sounds like you can see some of that now too. Like you mentioned growth a couple of times, like you're able to kind of look back and go, okay, Hey, I made it through X, Y, and Z. Um, it was hard. Here's what I did that I didn't like. Here's some of the things that I did that worked. Um, and that is where I think that we continue to grow in versus beating ourselves up fuck, I relapsed or I, you know, I went through this and I didn't, you know, I messed this relationship, whatever the hell the case is, you know what I mean? Like we're always able to look back and grow in that. And that's like why they say like this program is like a lifelong thing, whatever program it is that anybody does, it doesn't just happen overnight. It's not like, okay, fucking hey, I'm sober now and my life is just 10 times. Like, no, like how many years you have? Nine going on? No, 10 I'm going what? on. So October. Well, I'm going on 11, but Damn, bro, I some, can't believe somewhere, that. you know, so I got sober in 2010. Yeah. 2010. I got sober 2013. Um, and my point to that was, is time is, is awesome. Number one, I think it's great and it's important that we celebrate it, but it's also irrelevant in a sense too, because we're just fucking, we're like, it's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not about just not drinking anymore. It's like, how do I live through a, a, a pandemic, you know, through being a dad, uh, um, you know, being a, a husband, like trying to work, pay the bill, like all oh, life shit. How do I do that without having to lean on booze to like cope with it? You know what I mean? That's where like the trick comes in and it's not easy. Yeah. And I think, man, I think, you know, whether it be booze or food or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. it is, right. You know what I mean? H how do we get through this shit without having that coping mechanism? And, you know, man, I, I yeah. wish I, I wish I had a good answer because, you know, I, I truly feel that, um, you know, a lot of the things that I do today are most definitely coping mechanisms, dude. The, yeah. you know, I look at my, um, you know, like my, the yoga practice that I just discovered a year ago. Um, you know, there's, there's days and weeks that, you know, maybe I'll only practice two or, or one or maybe even three days a week. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I need to get back into the fucking studio. Yeah. You know, whether it's at home or, or the one that I go to, you know, and it's like, so that is my new cope, coping mechanism. Like, that's where mm -hmm. I get my fucking head right. That's where I, you know, find my center, um, you know, but dude, so I, I just want to go back, man. And I, I want to share like a little experience, man. I, I don't know if you remember this. Um, you know, right at the very beginning, uh, when, when the COVID thing, I, I love what everyone, you know, there's, there's so many different terms the that lingo? people call it. Yeah. Right. I fucking hate it. One of my favorite is, you know, this whole COVID thing. So, or when, when COVID hit, right, this is so, so cliche, but so, yeah. so <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, man, but we went for this little run, right. And it, it didn't, at the end of the day, like it didn't turn out to be a little run at all. I think mm. I clocked fucking eight or nine miles mm. and it was like, Oh my fucking God, my body is like yeah. hurting right now. But I remember, you know, having some conversation, dude. And there was a lot of, uh, disease with the both, both of us, man. Like mm. we didn't know what the fuck the work, the, the year was going to bring or what was going to turn out. But man, dude, I do remember one thing and, uh, you know, just to kind of excuse me for saying it, man, but I do remember you, there was a lot of anger in you. Yeah. 
Yep. And I think that there was, you know, for, for me, it was just like, ah, oh, fuck who, you know, like trying to, I was at a point in my life where I was trying to talk, you know, my, uh, my wife off of her ledge, right. Because everything was so new and everything was, we just didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And I think, yeah. you know, I brought a lot of that into that little fucking run and, and, um, I didn't know like where it was going to end up, but I just want to recognize now that, you know, we talked about that growth and the struggle in the very beginning, man. And to see where you're at now, like it's, it's just a true um, example that the Testament of time has the ability to heal as long as you're willing to accept what that time brings to you. You know what I mean? And, and kind of find, um, resolve or solace in knowing that you know at the end of the day the control that we have with what goes on outside of our mind and our heart is is very little yeah right and even the control that we have in our mind like that's a fucking lost cause on me right because i can't I, i i don't control that i truly believe that but um yeah no so so just i just want to honor that and recognize that in you that that's what time had done to you because I felt like, bro, you were fucking angry. I was pissed, bro. Yeah. (laughs) I fucking quit doing the podcast for a couple months. I was so fucking pissed off and like just over it, you know, and everyone has their different views and opinions and whatever. And I'm going to leave all that shit out of it because it's really irrelevant um, because it goes back to my reality is different than somebody else's. And I'm allowed to have those views. And so are you. And so is somebody else. Right. At the end of the day, though, we're all in this process, you know. And so for me, my process was I was pissed and I was trying to figure it out and I was trying to like understand it and and still till this day you know I, I I've been able to get through some of that none of it still fucking makes sense to me to be honest yeah. like there's there's so many things that just don't make any sense and I think the 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 growth that has come from that is I finally got to a point you know through you know just talking with my sponsor, talking with friends and just some inner searching and stuff. And then trying to just kind of let it go is that I don't have to have the answers to it. I don't have to know everything. And that's really, really tough for me. I don't know if, you know, people can relate to who are listening right now, or if if you can Seth, like, you know, if you want to have the answers, you want to know, you want to know this, you want to know that, like, why? That's a good one. Why, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why, you know, why can't I quit drinking? You know what I'm saying? Like that, whatever the question is, why? Well, sometimes we don't know why. We just have to grind through that process and be in it and know that eventually we're going to pull through it because everything's fucking impermanent, the good and the bad. You know what I mean? And that's a hard thing to grasp, though, when you're stuck in the middle of it. It's tough. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, I truly believe, man, that um, it's not it's not our fault that we're not okay with the things that are not good. Yeah. You know, I think, um, you know, I always go back to, uh, the four agreements dude, about what's talked about, you know, our conditioning and our upbringing, it kind of conditions us into thinking, you know, categorizing things as good or, or bad. Right. And when we're faced with that bad, we always, we always chase, um, the, the, the good feeling, you know what I mean? And we, we come, um, we have this, I don't know, it's, it's a disease of, um, not, not feeling good. Right. So we're Mm -hmm. always grasping that, that good feeling and, and not being okay with, um, 
with the bad. And, and I think, yeah. you know, that's where that question comes up is why, like, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to the world? Well, at the end of the day, it's, it happens to everybody. It's, it's going on all over the place. It's just your ability to accept and be with the moment or my ability to accept and be with the moment and then allow it to pass and allow it to come. Right. Um, I think, you know, one of, one of the teachers I listen to on a regular basis, you know, he, he brings up the fact that, um, you know, circumstance does not create suffering, right? It's our relationship to circumstance, um, Mm -hmm. that creates that suffering. And I think that that is so fucking powerful. Right. Um, and, 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 and to digest that a little bit more, you know, if, if we, allow ourselves to be okay with circumstances that aren't inherently good, you know, based off of our conditioning or our upbringing, um, then we're not going to be able to get through those, those scenarios. But if, if, if we know and come to understand that those scenarios that aren't good or those circumstances that aren't good, if we understand that they will eventually pass and they will eventually go, um, You know, I think there's there's a lot of resolve and and, and peace uh, in, in that. Does that does that make any sense? Yeah, no, no, it does. It does make sense. And having to having to sit back and just sit in it and not try to, um, not try to fight it almost. And that, and that's a tough thing to do, especially when you have a fighting spirit, right? Like you know, there's um, there's plenty of us out there, including myself, who are like, fuck that, like I'm fighting like this, you know, this or that. But here's one thing that Buddy pointed out to me um, in, you know, and he's this has been actually in a couple different circumstances or situations because I would always ask, well, what am I supposed to do? Just lay down like let's just use an example of not being able to drink. Right. Like you want to fight it. Like, well, no, I want to fight, you know, I'm going to fight. Well, okay. You just got to accept. And maybe that's, maybe that's actually a bad example. Let's just say in general, fighting anything, you name it, pick it, whatever. You can fight things and you can speak up about things. Um, but I had to ask myself a question. Is it robbing me of my peace? Is it Mm. robbing me of my, uh, time with my family? Is it robbing me of, um, you know, is it, is it putting me in a state of anger or anxiety? And if it is, which every single time it was, (laughs) then I, then I'm not in a, a good spiritual place to, to, to challenge that or to fight it. So I need to fight cause I can, I can challenge anything. I can, you know, speak up. That's totally cool. I, w- I would always encourage anybody to, to do that. You know, if you really believe in something, then go for it. But like, it has to be done in a way that there's not anger and angst and whatever. And you, you lose all of that uh, peace inside you. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? Cause I can't control it really at the end of the day. And so that's kind of some of the, the stuff for me. And, and that makes a lot of sense when you're talking about these circumstances, whatever circumstance it is, it doesn't necessarily create the suffering. We actually create it. And, um, real quick, I'm gonna kick it back to you. Cause you mentioned gratitude earlier. I think with that circumstance doesn't create suffering. If we can find gratitude in any circumstance, Cause there's always some gratitude in anything, no matter what, we just might have to look a little harder for it. Um, that can help us get through anything. I think, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. But I want to I want to backstep a little bit too, man, because you know we, we talk about that fighting spirit of not being okay with exactly what is. I mean, that whole thinking alone is what led me to fucking rehab twice, <laughs> right? So to get out That's of a good point. to get out of current mm. circumstance, I would drown that shit in a bottle of fucking Jim Beam and a thirty pack of fucking Budweiser <laughs> and an eight ball of cocaine, right? Maybe yeah. a blunt or two. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I was not okay with the the circumstance whatever the fuck it was yeah you know what i mean so whether you want to call it a fighting a fighting spirit or or whatever um i think for for me you know it was the suffering that not being okay with exactly what was that led me down that path to use or drink you know what i mean i always tell people i don't believe that i had a problem with um drinking or drugs um you know maybe maybe the problem was not knowing when to stop but my problem was with dealing with fucking life and dealing with circumstance that yeah. I had no idea how to do. Now, just to be 100% clear and 100% honest, I still don't, right? The only way that I could deal with life right now is making a little bit of a healthier choice, whether it's going to the fucking yoga, yoga studio, whether it's sitting in meditation, talking to someone that suffers from uh, being a fucking human, right? The, those are the things that I have to do now that get me out of my mind and myself that, cause it's the same, it's the same shit that would lead me to the fucking, to the booze or the drug. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I think the, the fighting spirit is still, still there or still within me. It, I, I look at it as the sleeping tiger, right? Um, if I don't, if I don't continue to do the things that keep that tiger fucking sleeping, that fighting spirit is going to fucking rear its ugly head yeah. and I'll be right back. Right. So as long as I'm okay, um, with exactly what is, um, you know, I, I have a, a chance to keep that fighting tiger asleep. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was going to say I have a fighting chance, but I, I, I really don't want to <laughs> fight it. I want to. Um, I, I want to survive it really, yeah. to, to be honest with you. Um, that's that surrender too, like surrendering to, you know, to whatever it is, um, alcohol, fucking situation, circumstance. And it doesn't mean we're weak either. That's, that's the thing I struggle with. Well, you know, we surrender or don't be a pussy. You know what I mean? Like that's that old mentality. It doesn't really work a lot of the time, you know, or any time at that. Um, I just was reminded of something too, and I meant to text you with this the other day, and I, I totally forgot. Did you did you, did I ever send you um, the at Buddy Made Sober Meditations? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if I did. I have been listening to some of those um, in the last week or so, and I was thinking about you. I'm like, man, did I ever send these to Seth? I meant to, but he's got uh, he, you know, he put together quite the collection on there. I didn't realize how many were on there. I know he'd been working on it for a minute. Um, but anyways, everyone out there listening, if you're looking for sober meditations in general, um, the app is great. It's just called sober meditations. And, uh, I think you can get it on the app store or whatever too. Um, but how, so I wanted to kind of dive in a little bit to that, the meditation, the yoga, I know that's something that you've been into for, you know, a long while now, and it's really a part of your lifestyle. Um, like what, and I hear people say, that it's hard to meditate sometimes. It's hard for me to meditate sometimes too. I like to do it when I'm walking. I call that my meditation. I don't know that that's actually meditating, um, but it works for me right now. Like sitting still is really hard. Like for me, for a lot of other people out there, 
any advice, any thoughts on that? Like, yeah, what's your so, shit look like? So I guess there's not a real, and it, you know, I've, I've listened to a lot of teachers, man. There's not a right or wrong way to meditate. The way that I see meditation um, is being exactly in the fucking moment and recognizing um, exactly what arises and, and what comes and goes as, as the time passes and not reacting to it in a manner uh, that's going to allow me to distract from the exact present moment. Mm. Um, if, you know, if that makes any sense, right? Like, you know, so it was, so when I sit, you know, I just kind of, um, you know, focus on my breath, right? Which is a, is a pretty fundamental um, practice of, of meditation, but I, I really try and get into how am I feeling? Where is my mind at? Where is it going? Um, and just be with it. You know what I mean? There's, there's some days that, you know, I, I can only sit for five or 10 minutes because I'm so fucking, mm. um, there's so much unrest. And then there's other days that I'm, I could sit for 45 minutes to an hour. It just depends. And it just, it just really depends, you know? And then, um, obviously, so those are, so those are like unguided. Um, and then there are, there are most definitely, you know, some great, great guided meditations out there. You know, the, the sober meditation app is, is, is a good one. Um, you know, not, and again, not affiliated with any of these people, uh, uh, apps or people, um, you know, but the, the insight timer too, I absolutely love the insight timer. There's, there's a ton of, uh, guided meditations on there and there's all kinds of, you know, Dharma talks and all this other stuff, yeah. you know, and then, you know, I, and I obviously I, I revert back to, um, a lot of the older stuff, you know, that, that kind of brought me into this, you know, the, like the refuge recovery, the against the stream, uh, wild heart meditation, there's all kinds of stuff. It's, you know, it's, it's most definitely, you know, mindfulness meditation is most definitely a buzzword in, in, um, I guess the, the Western part of the world, you know what I mean? And, and, and you just, you can, you could Google it and there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of resources and bullshit yeah. out there. Um, you know, and then, and, and so, so as far as the yoga goes, man, you know, um, I really had a, a hard time with, uh, you know, and this was something that I, I brought up with and talked about in the past, man, I really had a hard time when I lost my mom, dude. And so, um, you know, she was really into, to the yoga and, and, you know, it, it really kind of changed her life. And, and my dad was like, man, you need to like, just come to, come to yoga with me. Just, right. just fucking try it. Like, right. And so I went, man, and, and, and not to be whatever, whatever but I, I really felt like I connected with my mother mm -hmm. um, in the in the yoga studio. So that's one of the things, um, you know, was that, that, that kept me going back. Um, you know, obviously there was a lot of uh, physical changes in my body that I noticed, um, a lot of um, spiritual change. You know, there's there's a certain pose in, in this practice of yoga that I do um, three to four times a week that after this pose, and it's been the same every time since I've doing this type of yoga, um, that after this certain pose, like there's a certain peace that comes over my body. Huh. And I'm like on this cloud for the evening. Really? Um, yeah, it's it's a trip. That's like I feel... That's um, well, it's like you're connecting though to something higher or you are connecting to something yeah, higher it's, like no doubt yeah i definitely think there's a connection <clears throat> to spirit in yeah. that and i also believe that there's a um part of the pose that we were you know when we were in the womb or whatever in our in our natural state before we came into this earth that 
that's what we were in. And I felt that that's where all of our goodness was created, right? And I'm getting like super, super deep and spiritual into my own thought. But um, if I didn't have these, like I wouldn't keep going back. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's it's done something for me that is is truly, truly amazing. I mean, don't get it twisted, man. Like I'm the fucking guy that used to clown on these fucking people doing yoga. <laughs> and I'm over here fucking, um, you know, like I said, I... F- I feel out of place when I don't go at least three yeah. times a week. You know what I mean? Well, it's like it, it, it activates something spiritually. And I definitely am a firm believer, um, in the fact of there's like, we can tend to be dormant in our spirit. And I think that we're much more powerful spiritually than we actually know as human beings. Um, and, there's certain ways that you can access that meditation, prayer, yoga, uh, even exercise. Sometimes you can get in this heightened state of like euphoric feeling or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I think that's where uh, you, you mentioned this earlier too. um, the need. um, What'd you say to you to use? uh, uh, We were kind of talking about using a tool to escape or something. I can't remember what, what word you said, but Um, so in other words, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's yoga, whether it's food, whatever it is, we still tend to want to, to, um, figure something out to escape sometimes. And I think that there's good versions of that that are healthy. And then there's obviously not so good versions of that too. It's just about finding what works best for, for us. And so for you, I think that's freaking amazing. Like you can't not go for a couple days and you feel out of whack. You feel yeah. jacked up. You don't feel right. Like that's your routine. And it's a healthy routine versus, you know, 12 years ago, that routine, you felt out of whack if you didn't have a 30 pack and a bottle of Jim Beam and two blunts and maybe some A1 Yola <laughs> yeah. rolling through, for sure, for crushing sure. up some yeah. Oxycontin. Okay, I'll just yeah, stop right there. But, the oxies and man, fucking- that night, I remember one night in particular, whoa. Man, yeah good lord mixing I, I think i was mixing yeah I, how the I, fuck I are we still alive bro I, I like we're know. so lucky seriously we are so lucky to still be alive some of the shit we did and that's all it would have taken is one time and you hear so many people that have gone on passed on because of that shit they had one bad thing and that's gratitude enough in itself right there you he, know yeah and so i was talking to a guy the other night um, you know, about this path. Right. And I told him, I was like, bro, like I really feared for my fucking life. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to get sober. Cause I knew that if I continued that path that I was on, that I was going to fucking die. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I truly really feel that in my, in my heart and hearts, you know what I mean? And so, um, getting back to the gratitude being, having, having a sense of, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> I just kind of went blank there. It happens. Yeah. That's what happens when we get 40. Well, you're 40. I'm 39 still, bitch, by the way. Bro, I'll tell you what. <laughs> hey, so 40 for me, and I'm sure there's people that listen to this shit like, you motherfuckers are 40. Like, you ain't even old. <laughs> I know. Right? But, I, dude, I totally, I totally feel um, that, you know, 40 was probably one of my most happy, like, yeah. I feel fucking good. Um, you know, type type birthday since then. Mm-hmm. I've been killing fucking sweet tarts and uh <laughs> 
Coca-Cola, which has kind of put a damper on the feelings. But yeah, dude, I, I feel good at 40, to be honest with you. I mean, the eye, the eyesight's yeah. kind of going downhill and I'm losing more hair and <laughs> getting some grays in the beard, dude. But I, I, I feel fucking great. Dude, I got to say, I love a good Coke, bro. A nice ice cold Coke right out the fridge. You need to holler at Trent then, too. Yeah. I, you listen, did you listen to the podcast that we did too? Uh, I haven't, I, Check I it out because we yeah. talked a lot about just kind of what plan. And I think I was telling you that he's been programming my workouts and stuff. So it's cool. Like I literally have a kettlebell and a couple, uh, couple lightweight dumbbells and a yoga mat and I can do everything at the park. It's, it's a lot of conditioning stuff, but the program is great because it's all about 20 to 40 minutes and I'm in and out and then working in some of this, um, you know, diet stuff is, is going to be good for me too. But that's like what I need. I need to be on like some sort of schedule or I'm just a lost, like you want to talk about Coke and cupcakes and fucking, um, California burrito, California burrito. Here's the other one. <laughs> little Caesars deep dish, baby. <laughs> the Dude, $6 hot and ready. <laughs> th- those are actually 11. Those are $11 okay. high quality Hawaiian style deep dish, little Caesars. Check this out. You order that shit online. You don't even have to fucking talk to a soul. You just walk in. They, 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 uh, they email you a little code to the hot box. You press your little code in and open the window. It's like fucking idiocracy and shit. And then you just pull your, I pull my pizza out and then I go home and eat my deep dish. Fucking stuff my face, bro. It's really good, uh, but not, not very good for you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So do they have the fucking buy 10, get one free? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good thought. I hopefully will not be attending any Little Caesars rallies anytime here soon. Uh, but I do like the Fred bread. Is that what it's called? Fred bread? Crazy bread. Uh, yeah, that's the crazy Fred bread. bread is from... Uh, Scenarios. Scenarios, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I know that shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, hey, so getting back, though, to the health and the fitness, man, like, so I know that that was one thing that you had always talked about, like, how that was a big part of your re- recovery program, man, and, and, and the yoga stuff aside, man, but so mm-hmm. when I was running and shit, like, mm-hmm. I truly felt... Um, you know, and I've been, I've been trying to get back on that fucking run game, but you know how, how, how us humans are, right? The things that are the best for us are fucking the hardest for us yeah. to do, right? Yeah, you jacked your knee up too. Yeah, I remember that. Busted the fucking kneecap and yeah. stuff, but you, dude, that, the exercise, um, you know, diet alone, put the, put the diet off to the sides. The exercise, dude, it's so good. Hell yeah. I found, you know, for, for me personally, like it's so good for the fucking mind. Yep. Um, you know, and that was another place where I was able to find uh, peace and resolve. And then, you know, even after just have a little bit of fucking grace on myself, like, damn, bro, like your fat ass just ran fucking three <laughs> miles and you're 270 fucking pounds. You know what I mean? Like you would have never been able to, you would have never tried that shit. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely am a, I'm a huge advocate now, um, for just, just body movement. I mean, it doesn't have to be some fucking intense workout. They talk yep. about, you know, just a walk, a mile walk or a half mile walk is one of the most healthy things that you could do for your body and for your mind. Yeah. Well, dude, as human beings, like there's a few things that we need to thrive in. It's like, uh, you know, a decent diet. We need sunlight and we need some fucking exercise. You know what I mean? And like those, you know, a combo of those three things, like, I feel like we should be pretty, 
pretty healthy for the most part. I mean, obviously, you know, shit happens sometimes, no doubt. But um, that's why it pisses me off when, you know, when I see, and, and I'm guilty of it too, like eating shitty food. I just admitted to all of it. I do it almost every fucking episode, I feel like, on here now. Yeah. But like, um, it pisses me off sometimes that there's like, a pill for everything and all the food oh. is shitty liquor store on every corner fast food joint on every corner like and then you start getting into the whole you know like pharmaceutical talks and stuff where everything it's all it's all like designed to just keep us like shitty because you know you kind of follow the money and you can kind of see where that goes when really it's really not that difficult it's pretty simple like eat healthy get some sun and exercise a little bit and you can be pretty healthy for the most part you know what i mean yeah and it's so so the shittiest part about all that is that it takes a little bit of a little bit of effort man you know so like even the the diet that i follow now so like the last week man i my wife and i we both ate fucking shitty a lot like what was the shittiest thing you ate for the whole week um fuck i think i had some pizza (laughs) Right, the pizza's so good, but and, it's and, not great for you. Yeah, but it, there's fucking cheese on it, man, and I'm not supposed to be eating cheese. And it, you know, it was the first time I had had cheese in in quite a while, right? But I felt like shit, and then it just yeah. turned into that thing, like, oh well, I had some pizza, might as well have some exactly. fucking ice cream because yep. I, I fucked up. So yep. the the thing that irritates me the most is that aside from my own personal accountability and my willingness to stick to a fucking program that I said that I was going to stick to, it's so easy in our society to not eat fucking healthy. Yeah. Because I mean, even the prepackaged salad that you buy at fucking Safeway fresh or Lucky's or Fresh Start not or really. wherever the fuck you buy it <laughs> is still not that great for you. Yeah. Right. So, um, Actually, and, and I will just say I am not a nutritionist or anything. So I'm so far from that. But it, it's my understanding, you know, that really eating something healthy and clean is probably one of the hardest things to track down and prepare. And it's it's very time consuming. And this is what uh, this is where we are at as a society because we want what we want and we fucking want it now. Yeah. And that's why there are so many fucking liquor stores on it on, on every, you know, in every city or town. That's why fast food, there's fast food on every corner, you know, God forbid you can't pull up and get a fucking fresh tossed salad anywhere no. or you can't get a, you know, like a nice organic cut piece, grass fed cut piece of beef at a fucking burger store wrapped in fucking lettuce anymore. Like not that you could ever get anything like that. You know what I mean? So I totally feel the, you know, the frustration of, and, and the, the, why, why hasn't anybody invented that yet? Or I mean, maybe they have, it's obviously not around here, but like a drive through like salad spot where you can go through and get organic, you know, like farm raised, chicken without all the bullshit in it or or some steak or vegetarian or vegan whatever it is like why don't they have a place where you can do that yet that's a good and i don't know i, I think, well, I think they do great, down in la maybe it's a great LA. idea but i mean a lot of us fucking still balk at that shit right like <laughs> oh what do you want your fucking organic grass-fed fucking yeah. cow right like you fucking pussy why do you want that you know what i mean and so the other thing too right like the vegan thing don't get it twisted my mom always told me don't trust a fat vegan right <laughs> 
Just because you eat vegan or plant based does not mean yeah. that it's fucking healthy by any means. You know what I mean? So I, but uh, you know, the diet that I try and follow, you know, I I try and eat organic and no oils and no salts and all this other you know whole food type bullshit um but at the end of the day man it's it's so hard to fucking follow and it shouldn't have to be that way i'm on a uh well i was on a uh a uh uh, in and out diet as well those are like the two spots in and out and and, and california burrito it was like oh what do we you know maybe throw a chick-fil-a in there every once in a while just shit dude because it's so easy you got kids and and don't get me wrong jess cooks too she cooks some good she made some bomb ass uh homemade chicken noodle soup tonight in the uh the old instapot and it was hella good so we go back and forth and i think that's like that that's been one of the biggest struggles is here i am like you know getting great workouts in you know three four sometimes five days a week but my eating fluctuates so much that you're kind of like it, it's a wash almost, you know what I mean? And so in order to get both of those dialed in, it really is, it takes, it takes work. It takes some effort. Um, and the mindset has to be, I have a, um, I have an alert set on my phone. It goes off at 6am, uh, 12 noon and, uh, and 6pm. And it says, stay hard, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All it says, because it's David Goggins. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you heard. Oh, yeah. yeah, David Goggins. That's one of my most favorite. I, I love yeah. that dude. Yeah. I love his mentality. And I, if I can just soak up a little bit of that mentality every day. So when it goes off on my phone, I hear it in his voice in my head. And it, it's worked. You know, A lot of the time where I'm starting to feel shitty or maybe I'm going to go eat something shitty for lunch. Stay hard, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, man. I got to. Okay, I can't do that. So. Um, it's a struggle, dude. It is it is a struggle, and you're so right that food. That's the one of the food and booze, right? I mean, those are the two liquor store, fucking McDonald's on every corner. Well, it's, and it, it's so easy. it all starts with that craving, right? Like mm-hmm. so today, man. I I had a I had a nice salad for for lunch, you know, fruit and and all this other stuff leading up, and there was this craving that popped into my head. Like so, I I had mentioned before that I've been struggling with the fucking sweet tarts, right? <laughs> so I was like, man, you know you know what would really pick me up right now is some fucking sweet tarts. So I hopped in the fucking truck and I went down and I was just going to get sweet tarts. I ended up walking out of the fucking gas station with some sweet tarts, some honey free or uh, Frito honey twist and a <laughs> oh, fucking yeah, bottle of Coke. Right? So it all started with that fucking craving yeah. of not, not being okay with the way I was feeling. So I was like, Oh yeah, some sweet tarts would make me feel better. Mm-hmm. And it ended up going down and buying this fucking, you know, the shit yeah and then at the end of the day feeling like shit that i <clears throat> collapsed and went into that right so i was right back where i was at yeah. when the fucking craving started now now apply that apply that same concept to one beer you know what i'm saying yeah. like and that's that's why it's so you know well spoken and and known that one is uh, not enough, or wait, how does it go again? One is, one is too many. One is too uh, many, and a thousand and thousands not enough. Yeah. And so, all it takes is one one beer for me, and I know my ass probably be dead or in the gutter somewhere because one beer, it's gonna go all to hell after that. Fuck it, I already fucking drank. I'm fucking in it to win it now, and I'm probably gonna die, like straight up. And I yeah. know that sounds stupid. Yeah. Someone might not understand that that mentality, but there's something with that mentality. You apply it to food, to um, or to to alcohol, to whatever, and it's really hard once that momentum gets going 
to stop, you know, I don't know what it is, bro. I, I still don't understand it till this day, a hundred percent, but I'm scared of it. I know that. Yeah. So that's a good thing. It's a good fear too. It's just a, yeah. it's a, it's a mental like note and, um, you know, being aware, but yeah, dude, crazy. We're fucking 40, bro. 40, <laughs> 40, almost, almost. 40 I'll be 40 water. This year. Yeah. Know, so I think, uh, you know, like a lot of what we talked about, man, it goes back to being, you know, or recognizing, uh, a craving or feeling, come and go you know what i mean like you don't have to fucking react to everything you don't yeah. have to for not every um uh, action there doesn't have to be a reaction you know yeah. um and i and i think that's one of the biggest things and and that just goes to show man that this whole life or this this life of recovery for me man is it's a process right because you know before there was that that thought or craving of booze or alcohol or not being okay with present moment and i stuff that or hid that with fucking booze and alcohol right and then so now it's more of like uh the sweet tarts and the fucking soda uh who knows what it's going to be next week you know what i mean but um for for the most part i know that uh maybe tomorrow if i kind of remember what uh today brought me and i'm able to grow from that i think it's you know it's 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 a good thing right yeah, and we, we you know they, they talk about in the rooms man of aa and na uh, and, and what other a you want to put in front of the, the, the a is that, um, you know, it's all about progress and not perfection, man. And I think that the biggest thing is, you know, is, is recognizing that, you know, that if, if we're able to learn a little bit from, uh, today that tomorrow will be a, a lot better and, and, and maybe even brighter. And, and even if it's not, you know what I mean? Being okay with whatever it brings, uh, I think is, yeah. is, is, is a, is a huge thing. And, um, that's kind of what, what's kept me on this path, uh, at least for the last, maybe, I don't know. I think, you know, obviously, um, it all kind of started and, you know, I offer, you know, I should probably give, throw a little gratitude your way. It all started when we went and saw, um, Noah and, and, um, mm. and, uh, TJ Woodward talk, um, in San Francisco, man. And that right. was like my fucking awakening to um like man there so there is a different way and uh i just you know, forgot obviously, about that yeah that was yeah, cool yeah what was that T tj was doing a i haven't talked to him in a minute man he's a, he's a good dude too we i would always see him at the conferences and obviously we didn't do the conference last year um but what he he did an event and then noah spoke and he spoke yeah out in san francisco um I can't remember it was the um it I can't remember what elevate? it was called. Yeah, so it was Elevate. That's Out exactly what it was. Yeah. 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 So they had place. a had a nice little talk and <laughs> it was uh you know, it was basically all uh the cognitive and I'm probably butchering this. I'm 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 really sorry, but it's you know, it was a lot of the uh mindfulness uh kind of yep. talk of of uh recovery and and rehabilitation. And, and you know, and, and at the end of the day, man, I think that uh you don't have to struggle with alcohol or, or drugs to, to benefit from a lot of the teachings that, um, are out there in, in AA and NA or, or these other recovery programs, man, I just, you just have to suffer from the fucking human condition is what I, is what I like to say, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, and I we're think human. That, yeah, we're fucking human. Someone, uh, totally changes of, of subject kind of, but it's, I, you know, I don't know how this came up the other day. I don't even remember who it was that I was talking to. Somehow my bachelor party came up 
And we were talking about how wild that shit was. I mean, who goes camping in the middle of fucking nowhere just to do a bunch of drugs on their bachelor party? Well, I did. And the first thing somebody said, and I wish I could remember who it was, they go, yeah, isn't that the time Seth fell asleep on the raft and floated out in the lake and got all sunburned? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I had forgotten about it and I was dying. We didn't fall asleep. You fucking passed out because yeah. I don't know if it was because we were up all night or what, but I remember you rolled back in on like this pink raft. <laughs> fucking That's also just the time red, that I bro. spilled all the fucking blow on the floor of the raft or on the floor of the tent. You the guys tent. were in there fucking like shaking the tent out and fucking snoring this shit off the fucking floor of the tent. It's like, holy dude, shit. It was fucking insane. Insanity, bro. Like, just didn't just no you know i don't know no no fear no care obviously didn't have kids at the time so that probably you know that helped but um yeah you know it's funny man there, we had a lot of good times too yeah. i always say that like I, I i don't i don't regret anything um because you know it kind of shaped my life today yeah I wouldn't be here today without that someone actually asked that in the podcast i did earlier um that was one of the questions was um do you regret or what was it? Do you, uh, how do we let go of the past? Like mm. I, I still have, I still have these feelings. Um, I'm still, there's still parts of me that are the same me that mm. were then, but it's just different now. And so I acknowledge those things. I understand that they, they made me, you know, who I am today, but I'm not that person anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy when you kind of think about that stuff get stuck in it sorry my phone's going off right yeah now. no i think it's um I, I i would agree with that man like i don't regret um any, any of it you know i think a lot of uh growth has come come out of you know my past um obviously i, I get a lot of my humor from from the shit that was said or done or yeah or witnessed in my past and i'm and i'm able to to laugh about it right and then you know i also um I'm, I'm super grateful for a lot of, you know, being able to get all of my drinking out from the time I was fucking eight and a half or nine to the time I was 30, like done. Like I don't have to do that stuff anymore because I'm not one of those fucking normal people that could just go and have a beer, right? Yeah. I'm the one that's got to drink till I'm fucking blacked out and I have a hangover <laughs> the next day. And so that's the other thing that keeps me sober, man, is not having that fucking hangover. Yeah, which oh, yeah. is amazing. That shit's brutal, dude. Yeah, I got I got a question for you. So on the back behind me right now in the old little uh, office studio here, there's how many records are up there? Eight or nine, ten? I don't know, something like that. If you had to pick your top three that you're looking at right now, uh, go three, two, and one. I'm just curious. Oh, so in a major way, number one, E40 in a major way, yeah. dude, no doubt. One of the best albums ever. Uh, probably cheating at solitaire number two. Uh, that's a good one. Maybe I haven't even opened that one yet. That one's still yeah, sealed. Yeah, so I don't want to. Cheating at solitaire is number two. Mike Ness. Yeah, little Mike Ness. Um, and then it's probably a toss up between the the Johnny Cash and Too Short, just kind of dependent. <laughs> um, did you see Cheech and Chong up there? I did see the Cheech and that's Chong. Legit, so. Huh? And then, you know, obviously, um, the Papa Roach would be, you know, a close four. Yeah, Love, Hate, Tragedy. That's yeah. probably my favorite yeah. album, I think. And then, One of them. They got a few good yeah, ones. Yeah, I'm just going to fucking go off all of them. And then, obviously, Deftones. 
Yeah. Um. So I don't think I ever listened to any Earth Cri- Crisis or that's that's the Steel Pulse I was telling you about. Okay. Remember when I was? T- I think I texted you with that. I found so there's an album by Steel Pul- Pulse called Earth Crisis, and okay, the cover art on it is fucking crazy. And yeah. then obviously, you know, yeah. they, they get a little political, and yep, yep. they have some good reggae jams too. But that album is dope too. How about this? What you know about that? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Little Magma. This is your Magma, Get right, man. Son. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, damn. I've been looking. I tried to find a... I've been trying to get... Um, Even that uh, Reverend Horton Heat. Yeah, that Reverend Horton Heat album is dope, too. That's one of the newer ones. I tried to get... I'm trying to find a copy of their the first album. Um, totally drawing a blank on the name of it right now, but it's really hard to find, and it's like... Exp- like 150 200 bucks um i've been trying to find uh drew down too okay full length yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah uh can can you feel me i think yeah. was the album name i know that that's that song's fucking dope too yeah. same thing really hard to find so it's cool to like go back uh, and i've been into like a little hip-hop thing lately yeah find, like i wanted to get that too short um Short dogs in the house and life is too short. Hell yeah! Both of them, I can't find them for under a hundred bucks. Yeah. So if you had the life is to too short up there, so that'd be kind of a top. Well, I don't know, yeah. man. That fucking in a major way is like legit. That's, That's one of the best albums ever. So I'm all about, um, you know, and and just of I've always been an E40 fan. Yeah. Uh, so let's just get it twisted. But so you know, if some some uh, old school E40 to some too short, and then you know, always like the the old school country um, and have just, you know, probably over the last three or four years have, have rediscovered some, some reggae, but the yeah. E40, whenever, you know, I, I bump some E40, like there's a whole flashback that goes on in oh, my yeah. mind that it's just like yeah. pure joy and happiness and fun. Like, um, absolute, absolutely love me some, some E40. It's kind of crazy, man. What, what music does to the soul. Yeah. Um, and how it can get you, um, in, into the mood that you want to be in just by changing the, the song really. Dude. And it's a, it's a flashback in time too. I'm going to send you this playlist right now that I, I'm going to send you this playlist that I made <laughs> the mixtape, Yeah, but it's called Bay area OG hip hop on, uh, on Spotify. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's got some of the jams on here. I've been on this one lately. Where'd it go? So you want to be a gangster. Hell yeah. Uh, so dope. I mean, just all kinds of good. Uh, be legit, Richie Rich. Oh yeah, uh, lots Some of E forty on here. Uh, the Rompilation. Remember that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. I'm from Vallejo, California, where the players dwell, where the <laughs> yeah. city and the game run parallel. Dope ass song. Can you yeah. feel me, Drew? Down. Yeah, but I love that shit, RBL Posse, because like, it does. It takes you back you know, to those times. And actually I just thought of something too. What we were talking about earlier in, in, uh, the last podcast we put out talking about those pieces of us that are still alive mm. that like that for me right there, all that old school Bay area stuff, there's those pieces that are still with me. Like that will never, um, it'll never go away. It's a moment in time, moments in time doing certain things. Some of them good, some of them not so good. You know, but that music will take me back to those times. Um, and I feel like 
it's not an unhealthy like in my maybe in the first part of my like sobriety or when i was going through shit sometimes we got to be careful what we put in our our eardrums um you know and that could be podcasts or movies anything too but like dude that will never go away for me i'll I'll be if i'm lucky enough to live till i'm 70 i'm gonna be bumping some short dogs in the house or something dude like it's in you know it's just it's a part of me it's never gonna go away bro i think dude and and so this is something that we talked about a long time ago when we went to an a's game and i still truly believe that childhood joy and that adolescent Mm. joy if you are able to bring yourself back to those moments in your life to where you felt most joyous as a fucking innocent child Mm. or even as an innocent um adolescent or teen and you're able to bring yourself back to those places you know for me now in my 40s like that's when i'm able to smile like my biggest fucking smile and have like the hardest fucking belly laugh today Mm -hmm. um you know some some we had a i had a conversation at work today right and there was a term that was brought up i'm not even going to say what the term was but we looked up this term in the urban dictionary and i had the biggest (laughs) laugh I, I, I laughed like I was like a, a junior high boy, dude. And there was just so much joy and laughter and just like, oh my God. And I think it's super important that even at 40 or, you know, however mm-hmm. old we are, you know, um, as time goes on, that if we're, that, that we bring ourselves back to that joy. And, and I think it's absolutely, yeah, it's, there's a kid like that childlike spirit. And, um, you know, we, uh, when we can connect with that, it's joyous, happy, and free, bro. Like yeah. straight up. I know exactly what you're talking about. Can I, can I try to guess what the phrase was? You're not going to guess. You can't I'll, even give me a hint. I'll, Rusty trombone. No. Blumpkin. It, no. <laughs> uh, I will, I will tell you when we are done recording because I don't want anyone to fucking like right, look this right. up and be like, you sick fucker. That is it's, disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's hilarious though, but it's oh, disgusting. I'm sure. That's freaking great. Yeah. Some, some of the things dude that we did and said, you know, I mean like it's, it's a different time now, which is, you know, great, I guess, but fucking not really. Yeah. (laughs) I was, uh, so speaking of one last thing on the records, um, one more record I've been looking at just cause there's a lot of history for us there and Chad included and, uh, um, you know, from back in the day, I found jerky boys on, oh on vinyl God, yes. and I'm, I'm not spent. It's like the one that I found, I found one copy of it. It was like 70 something bucks, dude. And I was like, dude, I'm not fucking spending $70 on, on jerky boys, but I'm really close to doing it just to have it. I, I may, yeah. I, it, I, it may show up here soon. And, um, I think it's number two, uh, Pablo honey, please, please come, come to down Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that was another good good times dude like dude. we used to do so many prank calls and we were on the cusp of like and then we were doing prank calls and then all of a sudden we found jerky boys and we were like, like what the fuck is it yeah, are you kidding stole me our idea <laughs> dude so great though yeah dude there was and it this was even before like caller ID and shit, it was. right? So you could call the same people yeah. and get a whole story going with them. Uh, yeah, dude, it was the jerky boys, man. Like I always, so, you know, 
uh, when we're packing to go on a trip or whatever, it's always <laughs> make sure you bring all your shoes and glasses so you have them. And it's like my yeah. wife looks at me and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And, it, you know, it's just so it, it goes. It, it's one of those things that always bring me back to my childhood that makes yep. me laugh. And it's just kind of that inside joke that it's like. You know this this uh, this roller coaster that we're on. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of serious scenarios, right? And not everything is always good and fucking great. But when we're able to go back to those moments, man, like it's the the joy you that comes laugh, out of it. Yeah, you, you know? got to fucking laugh. But yeah, dude, some some jerky boys for sure was dude, so yeah. great. Sal Rosenberg. Uh, who else was there? Frank Rizzo. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> Open your fucking ears, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably on spot i wonder if that's on spotify i'm gonna have to look yeah it so up i don't now. even so who were the jerky boys i mean they were from new york i can't remember their names um white dude and i want to say he was an indian dude both of them or yeah oh, oh it I'm was uh sure. tar tabaj tarbaj egyptian magician i do magic <laughs> act yeah. what i do i eat hot coal yeah. i stab a customer and i with saber <laughs> <laughs> freaking great dude so like just hilarious let's see if it's on here <laughs> yeah. jerky boys oh yeah it's on here both albums are on here too the first one i wonder if i can play these without getting in trouble probably not probably i don't know not. who knows dude laser surgery insulator job oh there's the egyptian the, magician yeah. <laughs> jerky boys the Egyptian magician. <laughs> the Egyptian magician. He does a magic act. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop it because I don't know what copyright, all that kind of crap, dude. Yeah. I'm not really that important enough for anyone to fuck with me, but you never know. Uh, but yeah, those were some good times, dude, for for sure, dude. Like, um, like just, I remember, <laughs> I remember being so young and innocent, like, at your house spending the night and like hanging upside down so all the blood could rush to our <laughs> yeah, heads dude. and then standing up and like whoa what was that look at us we're trying to escape it like fucking eight years old or not quite eight, 11 yeah, 11 sure. years old for real. what is this we're always looking for that next great fucking high to get us out of crazy mind and body dude yep so. stealing beers shotgunning them in jared and chad's room half raiders and half 49ers that was funny too good shit dude man yeah so what are we gonna do we're gonna wrap this thing up anything else you want to add or what are you thinking how you doing on time you know what's great man about just always coming back man it's is that it's just like a normal conversation always you know what i mean so you know obviously there's always that when I hop in the car, like, oh man, fuck, we should have talked about that. We should have <laughs> talked about this. And I think the the organic nature is what is uh, drawing to this podcast that you've created, and yeah, you know that you that you've had um, for what did we say it was eight years now, dude? Um, I think it's about let's see, about seven years yeah. since I started it. So twenty fourteen, yeah, right around there. I think um, you know I'm 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 glad to uh obviously be back um you know obviously there's you know through the craziness of fucking 2020 whatever you want to call it whatever like there was some uh 
checking in on Shane to see if the podcast was still going down. And there were some moments and I was like, fuck dude. Like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm so happy to, to see and know that, um, you're, you're okay. And you're still putting it out, dude, because Thanks, so many people, um, you know, like I said, we, we talked about this, you know, before is that, you know, you've touched so many. And, and I think, you know, the flip side of that is, is all the people that have touched you and, and, uh, your family and this, yeah. and this whole thing. I think it's, it's a great thing, man. And, and, and I think it's, you know, it's fucking awesome, dude. I, I'll always remember that first conversation of you like, man, I think I'm going to start a podcast. And I was like, <laughs> bro, do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fucking cool. And not even knowing what a fucking podcast that's right. was, right? We were at like Starbucks or some shit, huh? I, yeah. t I just remember that over on Davis Street over here. And I remember being hella scared, like, damn, what is Seth going to think? Like, because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I still don't know yeah. some days, but... Like, I, there's always that fear, like, starting something new, stepping out. Like, damn, I'm going to talk about, like, the shit that I don't, like, I'm just experiencing day by day. And I remember you were super supportive. You were like, hell yeah, dude, do that. That's dope. Like, and who would have thought we'd be sitting here seven years later, yeah. you know, still, still kind of just plugging away at it. We're going to have to make sure that we do, we do this more often, too. Because yeah. I really enjoyed, you know, I really enjoy always having you on. I really enjoyed having you do your own podcast and episodes, you know, a while back. And I know a lot of people enjoy hearing from you and hearing you, your, your take on, cause your take is different than my take. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that, that's, what's so awesome about it is we get, you know, through all of us, everyone listening, you know, me and you, like everyone's experience is different. And so when we get to share those things and, you know, we pick one chunk up from someone here and then a little bit from someone else and we kind of make our own, our own little, um, you know, formula, I guess, you know, so we need to make sure we do more of these. Cause I have a feeling that people want to continue to hear from you and shit. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I, I appreciate that. I'll but and so, I, I mean, and, and you know, this is a true sign too, right? Um, that you could have two people that come from the same background that have, you know, and let's just call it what it is, bro. There are some things in, in our lives that we have complete, total opposite fucking opinions about absolutely but yet we could be friends for 20 plus fucking years mm -hmm. we could sit in the same fucking room and have a fucking conversation we could have an unconditional love for one another um you know i truly believe that you know our friendship is one of those friendships it's 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 a brotherhood that is going to yeah. last forever right yeah. And I think it's important, man, to really, you know, even especially during, you know, whatever the fuck is going on in the world and in this country right now is it, you know, I, I truly feel that people are so polarized, you know, in opposites and they, they and this is only, this is just my uh, opinion and my reflection of what I see going on. But I think that we've come to a place as, as humans that we categorize ourselves into these different categories and we're unwilling to see outside of that yeah. and see um, the, you know, principles before personalities, right? Yeah, that's And good. I think um, a lot of it, you know, the, we come blind to the principles because, you know, uh, there's so many strong personalities out there, but this is a true sign, right? That this yeah. shit can happen. It can. Um, you know, and, and, and just to be... Just to be honest, um, you know, like I have no fucking issues, right? Like I feel right at home next to you, 
yeah. and talking about this shit, knowing um, deep down inside that we have some really big differences and we've talked about them like, yeah. and it's, it's not a big deal. Right. And I think that, um, you know, this is, it, it, it's a true shine that people can fucking get along in this world. I, absolutely. And dude. See, to, there's no, there's no right or wrong way. What I think too, like, that's one of the things that I, I kind of like came to terms with and learned, like we talked about growth earlier through this last year, especially like, um, when opinions or beliefs or politics or whatever it is start coming between relationships with people you care about, that's a problem to yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? And, and so that's something that I've had to, had to really kind of work through and start to realize like that, you know, that it was affecting me, you know what I mean? And it doesn't, it doesn't have to, because that's like the beauty of it. Like, and, and, you know, Josh, uh, of course, J Josh has always been a good one about this. Um, you know, never, never like relationships before anything. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of how it should be. And you can have different opinions and stuff. You can have different beliefs. That's healthy. It would be fucking boring if we all believe the same thing. Yeah. And we all just were the same way. And we all thought this one way, like we need to have a balanced, um, like a balanced, uh, uh, viewpoints, I guess we need, it doesn't mean we have to agree on everything, but it's okay to see someone else's perspective and just go, cool. I can see where you're coming from. I don't fucking agree with that. Yeah. Or maybe I do actually, yeah, I do agree or whatever it is. But like, I feel like we live in this system now, um, that is, um, projected upon us mainly by media stuff. And I'm not going to go too far into this, I promise, but like it's projected on us that we have to like pick this side and we yep. have to believe this way. And we have, and then it's like you said, polarized is a great word to use because it's exploded through computers, through phones. It's part of the reason I got off of social media, you know, because it's, it is, it's, it's, it's training us, um, to divide. And that's, that's not a healthy thing, you know? No. And so I've had a lot of growth in that dude. And it does feel good to just even let it out right in this moment right now. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Like relationships are more important than anything, dude, especially family, especially friends. Um, and of course, strangers and stuff too. Like we can disagree on shit. Doesn't mean we got to hate each other, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Dude. And Josh is a great one for that. He, you know, like, so I, I haven't, you know, seen or or spoken to Josh for, for quite some time. And I saw him fucking, I, we were, I was out hiking with Jay and Mel mm. and he was up running up the hill and he's like, what's up, bro? And he gave me the <laughs> biggest fucking hug. And I was yeah. like, man, um, you know, it felt so good, um, to, to get that from him, you know? Um, and it was, it, it's just, it, it's just a sign, right? Like it doesn't matter what the fuck is going on in the world or your difference in opinion when people care about you, they care about you all the time. Yeah. And when, when, when I saw Josh that day, like, um, I, I truly felt that, like, I truly felt like he was like, damn bro, it's fucking good to see you, you know? And, and I, I see Josh like walking the dogs and he'll pull over and we'll fucking chat it up. And it's like, oh bro, go, go get to work. Go, you know, go do <laughs> your thing. Right. And it's always the same. Like I, I always know what I'm getting with Josh. Yeah. And if we had more people um, in this world, and I do believe that Josh isn't the only one like that, right? There's a lot of people like that. Um, but it's those motherfuckers that are, are a true. Um, well, like jo Josh has the, Josh has the gift um, to bring Holy Spirit 
God, higher power, whatever you want to call it. He has a gift to bring that to the street and yeah. not in the church. You know, I don't know if that, if yep. that makes sense, but um, you know, and he, he's very, he's very good at that. And that goes back to that relationship first. And so he's taught me a bit about that this year. You know what I mean? And I, he's always been like that. I've always, you know, always known him to be like that, but just with everything that happened this last year, like I was saying earlier to reflect back on that. Some of my attitudes towards, I mean, I had, I think I talked about this on a, one of the podcasts previously, like I had to make amends to somebody, you know, who was a friend of mine from through, through the podcast, um, you know, where, um, it was, it was fucking so imagine that. So like how, how divisive is social media in some aspects too? And don't get me wrong. There's good aspects of it. It can be used positively, but in my experience, it's been, you know, and I, from what I see too, it's been more divisive than anything. In any case, you know, there was some comments made and ended up in an email exchange with this person. And it didn't come to like, it wasn't like super shit talking, but it was basically, and I'll take responsibility for my end of this. It was like, and I'm right. And I don't like, I don't fucking care. Like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I didn't say that obviously, but well, like that, that was, that's kind of how I felt. And yeah. I said it respectfully in a way, but it was like, I'm right. And I'm not going to, this is who I am and whatever kind of thing. And as I guess this would have been earlier this year, um, I was sitting in the same fucking spot I'm sitting in right now. And thank God you know, something, God, whatever, just said, Hey, you need to make amends. You need to hit him up and tell him that you're sorry. And that that was wrong of what you did. You know what I'm saying? What, what you said, what, how you said it, because that relationship, it's not like, he's like a best friend of mine, like you and I, but he's still, you know, somebody who I, you know, admire and is in recovery and that kind of stuff. Like I had to say like, dude, Hey, I'm sorry, man. I was fucking kind of being a jackass, you know, and yeah. I, and, um, hope you can accept my apology. Our friendship means way more than that. So like, I guess just like in l learning as we go along, um, you know, to, to nut up and admit when we're wrong and when we've said things or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That there's some, um, there's some growth in that obviously. And there's also some relief in that too. It feels good, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, so it's those lessons that yeah they're taught in other places but it's those lessons that are taught in the big book um in in um you know the the na book that are taught in the recovery program that i think could benefit anybody yeah whether you're you're an alcoholic or you're an addict or you're you eat a shit ton of food or you love porn all of those things ring true with me um, you know what I mean? I think that those, those lessons are taught for the benefit of us human beings to be able to treat each other, each other with dignity and love. Yeah. Right. And, and so that's the other thing, right. Is, is knowing and understanding that we're going to fuck up. We're human. Right. But yep. coming back to that place to where you could be like, yeah, I'm kind of an asshole. You know what I mean? I need to nut up and I do need to, uh, make an amends yeah. or apologize, you know, promptly admit, you know, when, when what something that I have done has harmed another, right. Because yeah. I, I truly believe that, you know, um, we're on this earth, you know, together and we all, all depend on each other, whether it's, 
you know, driving on the freeway or fucking going to the grocery store, right? It, it, we all are there for the same reason, and, and the, the end goal is the same, to be able to go home to our families and, and, and you know, or go home to ourselves or our dogs or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but we all want to be in this place of peace. Yep. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, definitely, I do. And, and, you know, the other thing, like I was talking, talking to Mel the other day, like, you know, I, I, I don't um, – the thing with me about, you know, the, the, the polar opposites, man, is the, the things that pull us away, you know, whether it be a politician or a fucking news channel or a social media outlet or whatever, the people that are running those fucking things are not the people that, um, are holding the door for you at the grocery store. No. They're not the people that are sitting next to you in church. They're not the people that are sending their kids to school with your kids. Um, they're the people that are outside of our <laughs> communities that are, and and I believe, you know, obviously, um, maybe they're not they're not doing it knowingly pulling us apart, but they're doing it for for a reason. A lot of it is, I believe, is financially based. Oh yeah. Um, you know what I mean. So there is an ulterior motive there, but you know, when when we open our eyes and our look at our, our present moment and see what's going on around us, um, it's those you know, beings that are there with you, um, that are the ones that we need to take care of the most. Dude. And that, so that is, it's, it's such a great point, right? Like what you said right there, open our eyes and look around what's around us. The shit that's on TV, the shit that's on social media, the shit that's on your computer. That is not, if we look at this, like if we really step back, that shit is not our reality. Mm Mm-mm. My reality right now is sitting in front of you. I can see you. I can talk to you. Um, you know, like I I can look around and I can see things and what like that is reality in the moment. We're polarized by this huge. Um, I, I I would call it an assault of media upon us that puts us in this state of perception versus reality. Like and so when we get wrapped up in that perception of what reality we think it is and it's really not because it's not what's going on in front of us it's fucking fake do you know what i'm saying like it's it's literally fake and it's funny i was over at josh's house the other night and and me and justin and um and uh uh, kevin and a couple of us we were hanging out dude and we were chilling by the fire and and you know you know that goes right you start getting into some fun discussions and shit and one, one of the points that came up was the earth is flat right just like let's okay and it's yeah it's hilarious right and and let's why not you know what was the earth fucking flat well i don't know like what this and that but one of the things i thought of that was that's a good um kind of example of just what i'm saying is i only know the earth is 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 round from what i've been told and from what i've and i'm not saying the earth is flat either by the way so let me just preface it i don't fucking know right um I only know the earth is round by what I've seen on TV, mm-hmm. what I learned in school, what people, t- I have never been myself to outer space to look down with my own two fucking eyes and see that the earth is round. Therefore it's speculatory to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? My reality is only really what I see in front of me. And I'll tell you what, what I see in front of me each day is human beings being nice to each other not giving a shit about what color their skin is or where they're from or what they do or, um, you know, 
generally what they like the most part is people being good to each other i see it all the fucking time and then you turn the tv on and you see this divisiveness and people hate this person that i'm not saying it doesn't exist but that's not my reality right. and getting wrapped up wrapped up in all that shit it fucks you up yeah. <laughs> i don't know where i was going with that i hope that yeah, makes a little no, bit of sense no, but it, it makes absolute sense it, yeah, it's yeah sure. it's, it's kind of crazy so you you talk about that you know going back to the the earth being round or flat or whatever right like that that is a true like on an elementary level definition of like your domestication right mm. so you are told yeah. what to believe you know from a very young young person right and yep. then so now you know in, into adulthood like even though you haven't seen it for yourself um you have faith in or believe that the earth is round right so that's just part of part of your conditioning right and 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 to know or think anything outside of that is just fucking taboo yeah and it is it's and it's uh i think that there's i think that when we talk about spiritual awakenings just in recovery in general i think that there's a point that we all face in our lives or maybe there's many points that we all face in different points of our lives where perception versus reality can change you know what i mean and, and we can really start questioning things and um and then but the trick is is being okay with questioning and yeah. going okay i don't like i honestly i've been told the earth is round i've seen pictures of it do i 100 percent know that's real not really but it doesn't mean i need to like fuck my whole day up trying to figure it out and like like i don't really know you know what i mean but the domestication is a good point so that's that's the other side of it right (laughs) is knowing when and where to pull yourself back and not get so wrapped up into it to where um it allows it it distracts from what the fuck is really going on right and i think that that happens a lot of times uh excuse me especially in the last year Right. And, and, and here's the other thing, man, maybe all of this shit has been happening around us for a very long time. Oh yeah. And this year was, you know, um, one of those, one of those like awakenings, like, Hey motherfuckers, wake up. I'm going to throw all this shit at you at fucking once, Mm -hmm. uh, to get, to get right. You know what I mean? So my dad talks about the, uh, the vibrations of earth changing and I could only talk about it on a real elementary level uh very high level but um he truly believes that you know that there is a uh change in the vibrations of earth Hmm. and of actually you know just kind of all beings right and if you are not able to change your own vibrations um the that you may or, or or probably will not be able to survive what's thrown at us next Um, you know, and a lot of that comes from, um, you know, compassion, gratitude and love, right. And, and knowing and understanding, um, that we're all, we're all going through this shit together. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate to have a dad that is, uh, I don't know, he's fucking out of this world. And sometimes I look at him like, God damn, bro. Like, where do you, where do you get this shit? But he's so fucking wise. Oh yeah. Um, I, lo- I love that dude. Yeah. I see him walking the dog sometimes in the morning and we stop and chop it up. And he just, there's no, you never leave Jay without a good feeling. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. All right, bud. You know, like, um, just, a yeah. And man, he's just living life, bro. <laughs> like yeah. you want to talk about a dude who just like, 
has been through some shit um and is is living life to the fullest i mean and and trying to explore and grow and be be good to people and you know that's you know he's one of them for sure yeah and he's dude and he's definitely um had the opportunity to you know take a different path in life with some of the stuff that he's been dealt with over the last you know just call it 10 15 years right and he's always taken the path that um gives him the most uh gratitude for life and the most joy for for life and being able to uh accept um exactly what's thrown at him and then you know so that day's over on to the next right and um that's that's one of the things that i've uh you know and tried to inherit from him um but it's just it's so it's so fucking deep with him within him right but yeah did he move to hawaii yet so you know he does the half and half um i don't think that he'll ever fully move i think there will come a time where he spends the majority of his life there but i think that you know i truly believe that that's where he's supposed to be where he's where he's meant to be at this exact juncture in his life and i'm so fucking happy that um that's what he gets to do oh yeah and that's what i could see that that's what he's um you know he's he's definitely living the life of riley whoever the fuck (laughs) riley is i don't even know where that term came from i don't either but i've heard it before (laughs) i have no idea where it came from or what it means Uh, oh man that's good shit i'm glad you got on locals dude i'm gonna be excited to see you up in there too. yeah i gotta finish my profile up i'll do that probably yeah whenever dude I, i mean it's i literally just started it and uh it's grown pretty you know pretty good dude some good folks in there so i'm glad you came on the podcast dude um thank you dude it's been good to hang out and just chop it up and talk i feel like uh i learned and grew a little bit just in this conversation bro like for real i even realized a couple things just throughout um you know our little chat tonight just about um kind of how kind of how wrapped up I really was last year, bro. And, and I, I've learned to give myself grace in, 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 you know, those times, those periods. I mean, I guess I had to go through some of that stuff to kind of see the other side of it now, you know? Um, but it feels, it feels refreshing to, uh, um, just to not have to try to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And bro, like we were, like we were talking before where you hit the record button, man, like, we have never, you know, in our time been thrown anything so difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, like even if you just want to, you know, leave the fucking, uh, pandemic out of it. Right. All this other political bullshit, right. No matter what side of the fucking fence you're on. Right. Like it's a lot of, there's been some stuff that's been really fucked up. Right. And said and done. Right. But, it's a true sign that humanity is fucking suffering, but yeah. we don't have to suffer for eternity. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I think that, you know, we are placed on this earth and we are here in this moment to pass that wisdom on, you know, like you say that I have given you some, you have given me just as much, Yeah, you know what I mean? So, and, and no acknowledging it that. And, and so, so nothing but gratitude to you, Shane, um, for sure. And, 
I don't know, bro. Like, when the fuck are you going to um, come and do some yoga with me? I've been trying to get you to fucking get in the room. Um, I need to do that. Yeah, you'll have to. We'll have to set something up before before you guys head head out. Are you? Uh, are you? Do you do it um, when you go to work, or do you have a studio down here? You do it at, or both? So yeah. So um, <clears throat> usually, usually when I go to work, um, but they, you know, they have more classes now. Um, Saturdays and Sundays, you okay. know, on they they got them on the late. Well, not the late night. I guess the latest is six thirty. Um, but so yeah, there's dude, there's, and then they just started doing classes hella early in the morning. So I'm so stoked on that. Um, on, I want to get Tuesday. some men spandex though, bro. The shorts, hey, like the '80s yeah, ones. Remember with yeah, the yellow or like get pink em. stripe? Get them. Yeah. Uh, you could go in there in some fucking boxer briefs. I mean, I wear, <laughs> dude. So this is probably one of the only places that I feel the most comfortable and the least amount of clothes with the most amount of people. Yeah. If that okay. makes any sense. Huh. Like I dude, I, I give two shits Sounds that I am in there with some fucking, cause no one cares. Yeah. Right? The, the, the point is to be in there for uh, some self reflection and, mm-hmm. and self help. Right. But yes, I totally get the fucking humor in the, in the cute yoga costume. Well, I was just picturing, I have a, my favorite pair of Reebok shorts. Yeah. I ran in them today, actually. Dude, you know what I did today too? I keep saying we're going to wrap this up and we keep going, which is great. But yeah. I ran, uh, I, I shouldn't say I snuck in. The gate was open at the high school right here. They got a new track and new, Ooh. and I, yeah, I hopped on there, dude. And I did a couple laps and then I ran a couple sets of stairs, dude. Oh man, it was killer. Like, and just, and then rolled back home. Um, but I had my favorite Reebok shorts on the, Are they the five inch. They might be seven inch. I don't okay. know. They're still pretty, they're above okay. the knee though, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah, super yeah. thin and yeah. they're just, they're hella comfortable. Those yeah. would be good to do some yoga. in, I think dude, yeah. I'll have to, uh, rock those out. Hell yeah. You let me know. Well, good shit, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, bro. It's been, it's been a pleasure. It's been yep. great. And obviously, you know, the, the conversations are always, um, super organic and I fucking love them. Yep. Me too, man. I don't know. Do you give your email out on, or your contact info? Or oh yeah, man. Get, if you, you want to hit me up, man, uh, just, uh, super easy. Seth Manter at yahoo.com. Uh, Seth Manter at <laughs> yahoo.com. Uh, I still have a Yahoo yeah, address. Just fucking, uh, hit me up. Drop me a line. If you want to shoot the shit. Oh yeah. Good stuff, bro. Thanks, cool. man. Yeah. Thanks for uh, tuning in today. Appreciate you guys. Uh, you can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Uh, be sure to join the locals community. Links are in the show notes there. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everyone who's supporting. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean.